welcome to Colney Talk Podcast. Hello, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Welcome back to another episode of Coney Talk Podcast, the Bite Size Show. I'm your host, Alex. First time guest. Happy to have you here. And to my eternal listeners, big salute to you. Really glad you're here. On this Bite Size Show, I talk a bit about the Arsenal game and then pick out my top three Arsenal players who I think were great in the game and one player I consider the odd one who just had a poor game or not good enough who just needs to be called out. Arsenal had extended days between games this last couple of weeks. This match week, Arsenal visited the city ground to face Nottingham Forest. I'd be lying if I said this is a match that came with feelings of revenge given last year's fall off on the title chase and also coming away with our last two visits without a good result. And so on the starting lineup, what an amazing surprise. It was the Smitty starting in a long while and Martinelli back as well, so... For sure, we would see a wrinkle or so in how the game will flow with Mill in the game. And it definitely changed the playing dynamic in attack. Zinchenko and Emil were causing a lot of stress on Nottingham's defense in attacking build-up. They both were moving in around the deep left of the attacking third against the low block. But more to the fact, getting inside that box com- combining with Jesus as the last man was something that was just in a full push. It was seriously scary for nothing at first. But please, can Jesus just cool off with the outsides? I mean, thankfully, it had just been one so far. So I just didn't want our good chances to be ruined by these offsides that he's been carrying for so long. It's a good thing, but not good when we are penalized from VAR with an offside situation. The Gunners surely trying to score early as it was mandated because the, the stat sheets, the possessions, we know it's no big surprise the way we're playing in their half, controlling the game. So we just had to try to get on that score sheet early. And all eyes were was on Emil as well. I know I did just with a lot of excitement and hope for him to really perform and come out with a good outing. Arsenal playing a lot in Forrest's half, as I said. No big surprise there. But just worried a bit with a couple of Forrest's fast break in the first half. Just a couple. And usually that always translates into a score, something that felt like we just had ourselves really wide open, which has happened in the past. As the game was going on, the corner tally started climbing. I guess I have to be comfortable with Rice taking corners now. And also... I'm liking the number of shots taken by the team, even though they were blocked. Equally impressed by the quickness to release the ball in forward passes, you know, and Saka's direct drive into the box, switching up his game a little bit. That showed we were getting closer to a score, you know, but still we're waiting for that score in the first half. There have been tight, meaningful chances in Forrest's box, so I can live with that. This was more of drive, continued pressure, pounding and knocking on the door to really get on that score sheet but we just needed to be much quicker well aware how hard it is but it that was the only answer to deal with the low block and how crowded Forrest's box was with the defenders and our few attackers in there to try to get on the score sheet but we were just one swift move away from our shots to connect and the team kept pressing on Saka had a shot so close rolling into the net but it was just way off there was constant recycling of the ball after failed cross, block shots, 
or missed pass in the final attempt in Nottingham's box, we just couldn't break through the red brick wall of Forest. I think Nottingham Forest knew they had to, to set up for extended periods of defending because one, we had the ball, we controlled everything, we played in their half. There was nothing they could do at the moment in the way we had set up and pinned them all the way back. You could see it in the players' faces. They were worn out from the amount of shots and chasing they had to endure. I thought we, we would capitalize on that, but it didn't happen yet. So after the last round of attack that resulted in a corner, it was halftime. Second half continued the same as the first half, staying in their half with difficult struggles on the final shots. Disappointing for McNally in the box, overthinking after he had an open chance to shoot. But hey, you know, this is just that pressure. Who knows? Now we had to deal with another fast break from Forrest. It was a bad situation. 2v1 against Arsenal. It was a perfect block from Saliba to stop their scoring chance. That was a definite scoring chance for Forrest to be on the score sheet, the first on the score sheet. Big time block. And then quickly, Arsenal's chance was now one of the biggest by Jesus versus the post. A lot of ooze from that chance. I know, I just screamed a lot too. Jesus was really active in the box, really good seeing how much he wanted to get on the score sheet and do something. But just that missed chance was, was not a good look. But we, we just needed to do something. The team as it had turned out with the situation they're doing, dealing with, were not clinical enough. And then it was now offsides to in Jesus nil. So again, just worried a little bit there. Arsenal was feeling the pressure to score, just have them lose a little bit of steam. We just probably needed to inject another sense of creativity some way, somehow, and out of nothing. I mean, out of nothing. A throw-in from Zinchenko to Jesus and bam. A goal with his left foot. Finally, a goal. So we, now we go again. The boys had to defend when they were in our own third. And quickly, Arsenal were just showing how good they were when they transitioned to drive forward and fast. You know, Forrest's Murillo I, had himself a lot of body shots from the amount of defending he had to do. And credit to him, he performed well. Then from a Forrest corner, you know, stop me if you've heard that before, a quick Switch of transition, Jesus picked up the right pass, dropped it off to, to Saka to smash in the second goal, 2-0. What a huge lift and relief. So now we felt we were much more on the driving seat, well ahead. So our subs came in to hold, off, hold our lead and perhaps add to the score sheet. Trossard and Ketia and Havertz had come in and immediately the best play was Trossard driving towards the edge of the box himself alone and firing a strong shot just yards off. It would have been a worldie if he had connected. And then seven minutes to 90, we were setting up for another corner. Matt Turner, for Forrest, he was really good in picking up the balls from the crosses and trying to initiate their own quick run for, for, for them to drive forward from those corner kicks. But Arsenal, we were excellent in defending against those fast breaks. I felt this really shows how much the set pieces and situational games like this fast breaks from corner has paid dividends in how we set up and defend and stop those kinds of situations because we did it twice and it was really good to show how we how we were able to defend that fast break from Forest when they wanted to drive forward. At this point, Arsenal were neutralizing the threat for the game and just trying to run it out until a fortunate bounce gave Forest a goal. I I just did, oof, 
sour taste to feeling like, oh, here we go again. This ground, you know, like a voodoo or whatever it is that's just holding us. And that gave them life. In an instant, we were under pressure to defend. I mean, all hands on deck. The, in fact, you could tell that the plans of Subin, Reese Nelson, and Kivior had now switched to Jorginho and Kivior coming in to all hands defending. And Forrest had a corner, and I think a couple more from that. So they were really driving forward, giving them that impetus to try to get a point to, to equalize or something. And at this point, palms sweating, heart stumping. I think I'm just speaking for everyone here now. All eyes on the game clock. Arsenal had to take a set piece and drain the clock out, but nothing came from it. Now we we had to hold off until we all screamed for the whistle and finally it was over. What a sudden turn of events. I mean, oof. you would just think that the whole anticipation of the 2-0 would have been the best story of the game, but now it was defending the final minutes. Like, if you look at the stats... The field tilt was all Arsenal wave until those very few moments and not comfortable at all. I mean, we went from the driver's seat to trying to keep the doors open from opening chances for Forrest to get in and, you know, draw or get a point. So this was a big win for Arsenal. Couldn't be any more bigger at this very point. Crucial points and finally able to exercise the voodoo against this ground. I like that our players were leaning on being decisive inside a box and the attack with more understanding that they had to do that a little bit more. With a crowded scene in Forrest's box, I preferred the countless block shots. I've said that before, I'm a fan of that. Take those shots. As 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 much as they're blocked is counting and stacking up with something because it gave Arsenal more plays and the drive to continue. And we had a few lucky bounces but our scoring boots weren't as sharp. Jesus redeemed himself from an open score. So that was where I'd rather speak on than, you know, the mountain frustration they had, which there isn't so much to pick from there. And it happened. I mean, that happened in certain moments. And, you know, we had earlier chances, which could have changed the whole outcome of the game, at least to us more of a distance in control of the game or more scores and not get into those very nervy final few moments of the game. So let me talk about my top three players. First up, Jesus. So instrumental in attacking front. Like, just a man on the tier. He was just really on it today. A goal and a wonderful assist. He had to score, given the chances here he had on the shot. And I liked it. A good redemption for, for him. He was also incredible in tracking back and breaking up forces, build up when they had those drives in the middle of the field. And he was just the player we needed when... It was a control of the ball to turn things around from a transition standpoint and have our attackers running up the field. And, you know, second game, we've really showed how we can brilliantly ex execute on the fast breaks. And for me, Jesus is one of the best players to be involved in those fast break situations. We can see it, see that from his hold up play and the correct decisions to the pass that is that leads to us a goal. So... He was just flat-out dominant. Second player, Zinchenko. I talked about the consistent recycling of our attacking play and pressure on Forrester's defense. It was mostly when Zinchenko was contributing with Emil, Jesus, and Martinelli on the left. He owned that space. Minus the poor defending on the conceded goal, 
we would have had to rely on some other playmaker to get us in the goal-scoring mode. Brilliant heads-up play for him to recognize an opening from that throwing to, to Jesus to score. So a lot of credit to him no matter what. Third and final player, Saka. Besides Jesus, he was the other player to me who had really close scoring chances and even more, more to the fact of taking shots. I liked how he mixed up his moments on the ball, driving directly and shooting quicker with a few dribbles. He also added pressure on Forrest's defense when they had to defend all those shot attempts and more importantly, his powerful finish to the second goal all but helped secure this big win that I talk about. So, you know, our chances for this victory had a lot to do with that second goal. So big boy play from, from him there and big credit to the team overall. Shout out to Odegaard though. He was brilliant in how he was getting the, the players in and around the boxes and getting, getting the ball flowing to really get a chance to score. And I can see a few of those moments where he was just itching to shoot, you know, re release a shot. So that was good. While I don't have a particular player as the odd one, I have to call out Martinelli on his on, on some of his attacking drives. I think his hesitation when a great opportunity is in front of him is kind of mirrored with a lack of confidence. In my opinion, it's just something that he needs to resolve. He just needs to step up. He has had a few of those open chances and dribbling and just didn't even release a shot. So that just gets a little bit more on my frustrating eye a few more times that I've, I can count. Another huge three points, a confidence booster for the showdown this weekend. Credit to the big boys coming away with a win. Oof. And with that, I will leave it here for now, folks. Talk to you all later.